I'd appreciate if you'd take a moment to give me your thoughts about the previous year on the Lutheran Cartographer, what you liked and what could be improved. If you could go to lutherancartographer.com slash 2020 survey, I'd appreciate it. Let's get into the show. The Lutheran Cartographer, episode 47. Welcome to the Lutheran Cartographer, the podcast where we explore what it's like to be Lutheran in different places. I'm your host, Nicholas Weber. Today we are going to Atonement Lutheran Church and School to talk to Pastor Daniel Larson, who is the associate pastor there. Pastor Larson, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Sorry it took so long to, to get back to you on this, but it, was, it really sounds interesting, so it'll be fun. Yes, it's good to have you. Help orient our listeners geographically. I think most people are aware of where Phoenix is, but in case they don't, tell us where it is. So uh, Phoenix is in Arizona. If you come in, normally you, you come into Arizona. If you're coming in from the north, you're going to go through Flagstaff, and you just go straight down from Flagstaff about two hours, and you, you hit Phoenix. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of the state, and uh, we're just surrounded by saguaros and desert. So it's, but but we are a bit mountainous as well in terms of hills, and uh, so it's it's not just straight. We definitely have a lot of hills around around us. I see. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you've lived before. Yeah, I was born in St. Louis. Uh, my dad was a pastor. He still is a pastor. He was at St. Louis Seminary, and uh, I was born there and went and lived in Wyoming and then the eastern plains of Colorado and a little town called Amherst, Colorado of probably about 40 or 50 people when I lived there. It was uh, quite interesting for that. And, and then... Uh, then my dad took a call to the Denver area, and I, I spent my uh, 10 to about 18 there in Denver. And then I said, I don't really feel like being around the snow anymore. And I went to Concordia, Irvine. So, And I went to Concordia, Irvine in California, which is in Southern California, there for four years. And then... Uh, did an internship as a DCE there in Southern California as well, and then moved to Fort Wayne for seminary. And then I, after that, we went in seminary. We went then to Saskatchewan for vicarage, which is uh, quite the change from Phoenix. And and I've also lived in Nebraska. I had a pair of two parishes there in Nebraska for five years before I took the call here to Phoenix. Good deal. Good deal. Now, tell us a little bit more about how you'd compare those places with where you are now. I think most people, when they think Phoenix, they think of the heat. But what other things would you draw out as comparisons with some of those other places? Yeah, it's I, I'm used to being in places where there's a lot more permanency of the people. Hmm. And so here in Phoenix, people move here all the time just because – they're going to work somewhere. They're going to try something out. And so the permanency is not there as much. And, and that's a bit different. Uh, 
when at my previous congregations, the people that were at that church had been at that church for 90 years kind of thing. And, and mm-hmm. same with when my dad was a pastor in the Eastern Plains of Colorado. And uh, so it's, I've lived in very small towns and I've lived in LA and, and Denver and, and Phoenix and they're, all of them have pluses and minuses. Uh, but, um, it, it really is a, a, a different dynamic living here in Phoenix in terms of my membership as compared to, uh, in Nebraska. It's a lot more fluid here, uh, in terms of membership of, of my members and, and they move around a lot more and that's understandable. So, yeah, that, that's really interesting to think about how that permanency and impermanency affects parish life. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but I want to go back to something you just said, and that is every place has its pluses and minuses. What do you think are some of the pluses of Phoenix? Well, the pluses of Phoenix are if you want to do something, they're going to have it. Phoenix is one of the largest uh, metro areas in the United States, and it is just booming. And so if you want good food, you're going to find it. Uh, If you want things to do, nightlife or sports or the arts or whatnot, you're going to be able to find that. And it's always interesting to talk to my members on the in the different groups that they are part of and how unique they are. And so if, if you have a unique love for something, you're going to find enough people in Phoenix that you can be a part of that group. If you don't find something you like to do here in Phoenix, it's because you're not looking hard enough, I think. So so that's 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 a great thing, but also uh, that can be a bad thing because there then you can overdo it here in Phoenix in terms of just getting in too many different groups and uh, too many different sports and, and whatnot. But uh, I, that's a problem anywhere, I would say. Yeah, kind of the the challenge of a metropolitan area where there's so much to do that it's easy to get distracted by all of that. Yeah, and. Whenever you're in a large city, you can be lost in the crowd. Sometimes you feel like you're actually smaller in a, a larger place, that you're insignificant. Uh, when I lived in Nebraska, when when I'd be out on the road and everything else, everyone knew who was driving that car and uh, going to the post office at a certain time and whatever else. And so sometimes... I I would go into the big city because then I knew that, well, you know, I'm just a normal guy there. I'm not Pastor Larson. Um, But uh, here it's it's weird to actually bump into somebody, you know, at any event because there's just so many people. So, yeah, that's really true. Let's switch and talk about some of the challenges about Phoenix. Well, do we want to talk first about the weather? I, I'm guessing that is is that one that people probably want to hear about. Yeah, we can talk about that. It's not wonderful to be in 110 in the summer. <laughs> yeah, well, 110 sometimes is a, is cool on a certain <laughs> summer day. You know, we we can get up to 115, 118, maybe hit 120. 
It was the hottest recorded year here last year. And we had an insane amount of days over 100, 110 or above. We broke that record as well. So it, it does get hot here in the summer. And there's no escaping it unless you literally leave Phoenix. But the winters are something that draw so many people in. If you can stand the heat in terms of being able to find things to do indoors during the summer, or a lot of my members, that's when they take vacation. They go and they go to the places that are not 110 or 120. They go to the Midwest and see family or, or whatever else. But um, the weather is definitely something um, to to note when you're coming in the summer. But there's a reason that we have snowbirds just flocking here uh, by the truckload during the winter, and it is it's hard to beat. And there are so many things to do, especially during the winter. And so, um, I guess wherever you live, you take the pluses and the minuses, and and our minuses is, is the weather. Um, you, you get used to it a bit. I'll sit out in in a at night at a baseball game that's 105 degrees out at night and not even think about it because the the sun is set and you got your water there and and you're having a good time so you you get used to it a bit but it's you, it's not like you're out there all day long and and um, you there are a lot more places with pools around here so. If you have a pool, just jump in there. But even at the end of the summer, your your pool may feel like it's uh, warm bath water. So you have to know that that's the case. Uh, another another uh, one of the minuses is, is um, just that if that if you're a if you're one who needs close contact with people. You're going to have to search that out in terms of um, finding a church or finding a group. As we talked to before, it's easy to get lost in the crowd. And so our, our church at Atonement, we try and uh, be that family for many of our people who don't have family. They'll move to Phoenix. They just don't have the family here in Phoenix. But they move here for a job or, or whatnot and then they find out, yeah, it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit hard without that family there. So we try and fill that as best as we can, and we have a lot of activities for that here at Atoma. Good deal. It's good that you're able to be that community for those people. Let's go on and talk about what it's like to be Lutheran there. I know a lot of people think of the Southwest as a very Catholic place, but I'd imagine in a big city that a lot of that has been washed away. What is it like? What's the religious atmosphere like there in Phoenix? Well, it's, I mean, it's, you got everything. You got everything here. And so we, we do have a lot of LCMS congregations here in Phoenix. And um, we, we have Roman Catholicism, of course, here. Uh, it is um, big time Mormon area as well. There is a Mormon temple only probably about seven minutes away from my church. So, 
And um, we have some very, very large uh, non-denominational congregations in Phoenix as well that uh, that pull in by the well many thousands. So um, also near my church, I've got a a mosque, and we've got now it's not Baha'i, but uh, oh, now I can't think of it now that I'm on your podcast, but we, we've got everything. And, uh, so it's when you, when you have that many people, you're going to have that many churches. So it's, uh, you're going to, if, if you're not, if, if you're religious of any sort, you'll be able to find the church here. Um, but in terms of Lutheran churches, we, we have, uh, wells, we actually have a lot of Wells churches here in Phoenix with um, schools. So um, we have a school here at Atonement, and we are on the smaller side of the schools, and we primarily play uh, Wells schools in sports. Uh, there's only other one LCMS school that we play. It's almost all Wells schools. So. That's that was interesting to learn when I when I moved here, of uh, how many Wells churches are around. Okay, so if you go up to the average person on the street in Phoenix, would you say that they would know what a Lutheran is or not? Oh no, I don't think that they would know that. Um, I'm for sure that that the normal person would not know what a Lutheran is uh, here. Uh, it's just uh, I've been asked even by by uh, contractors or whatever else. It's like, so is Lutheran like, are you guys Christians or what? It's like, yeah, yeah, we're Christian. So, um, yeah, the name doesn't carry as much as as it m- might do in the Midwest. So I see that makes sense. You mentioned that there's pretty much a religious option for whatever you're looking for in Phoenix, what would you say the atmosphere is just in terms of its kind of acceptance or rejection of Christianity in terms of like being more secularized or where would you put Phoenix on that kind of spectrum? You know, I, I would say we're secular, secularized, but you know, I, w- I wouldn't put us on the on the spectrum of some of the east eastern uh, cities, mm-hmm. um, but you know we're we're not. W- w- when you get into these larger cities, you, you're going to have more and more people. I would say that it's easier for them to be Christian in name only. They don't go to church, and they're going to get lost in the crowd, um, or um, they're just gonna, they move from a place they were going to church and then they just don't go. And I, I've actually been contacted by quite a few pastors of saying, Hey, I've got, you know, Joe Blow coming into town and they go to my church, but I want them to go to your church. And so I'm going to try and get them to go there. And almost, 90% of the time, I never see that person show up in, on, through my doors, even though wow. that pastor said, I want you to go there. 
And I have a feeling that they didn't go anywhere. Hmm. That's so it, it is too bad. It's, it was, it was something that caught me off guard when I first started here because, you know, I had, I had quite a few pastors contact me about people that they knew because they know me and, and, uh, they said, wow, this might be a good, um, option for them. And, so I, I had high hopes, and as the years gone by, I've been actually surprised when I have somebody show up uh, that was going to a Lutheran church in a smaller town hmm. when they moved here to Phoenix. So I see. Let's go on and talk about what it's like to raise a family in Phoenix. Um, you know, my kids have a lot of opportunities for things to do that are fun. And, um, and to be entertained by many different things. And, um, it's also, your eyes are more open to the sins of this world here in Phoenix and, and some of the problems that we have. Um, so one of the main reasons why we moved to Phoenix was for the school that, that atonement had. And that we could, that I could see my kids every day, take them to school and, and uh, make sure that they were being taught correctly and, and um, be in a small environment where, where I knew their, their friends and everything else. Um, but it is interesting. Sometimes, you know, we, we have to have discussions about things and I never thought we'd have to have discussions about, but... Um, I have one son who really enjoys baseball, and this is um, this is baseball heaven. Like of all the cities in the United States, this is baseball heaven. So the opportunity for him to watch baseball games there there's no better place in the world, honestly, than Phoenix, which is great. But also means we have to cap our our desire of going and. And doing something that we really like and, and know that too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Um, I've, I've got a son who really enjoys um, who really enjoys animals and and he can go and and see them and be a part of all that stuff here in Phoenix well and and then uh, I, have a, I have another child who's really enjoys being here too and um, and it's a it's a great blessing. So, I guess in in terms of raising a family, there we we've got a lot of things that we are blessed to do here. Um, but but as you know, um, the grass is always greener. So when it gets to Christmas time and it's not snowing here for some reason because it's really warm. <laughs> The kids are saying, I, I miss Christmas in the snow. And I say, I know, I know, I do too. But I don't miss shoveling the snow after Christmas ends. You know, that was, it's fun during Christmas time. But uh, so um, they, they've enjoyed it here. And um, uh, I don't, I honestly don't know when they grow older, since they lived in town of less than a thousand. And they grew and grow up here in Phoenix. I don't know which way they're going to lean in terms of what kind of environment they want to live in. 
Do they want to live in the big town or small? It'll be interesting to see. So, Definitely. Let's talk a little bit more about the educational options there. Of course, there's Atonement School. What other options are there for, for parents? We have public school, of course, here. Um, and then, then we have charter schools. And we have a lot of charter schools here in Arizona. And there's um, um, many different options in terms of the charter schools of, of how they educate. You have a, a lot of online options even before COVID hit. There's a lot of um, lot of uh, groups that do online education. And so um, Arizona is not well-known for their public education. Um, they are pretty much one of the last states in terms of rankings for their uh, public education system. And I, I think maybe that's a reason why the charter schools are, are so popular. Um, that makes sense. Tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit more about uh, Atonement School. Yeah, we... we um, we have our school goes from age one uh, through eighth grade, and in our um, starting in first grade, we have combined classes of of uh, two classes each. So first and second are together, third and fourth, and so on. Um, we have uh, we've been going at this here for not too long. Our, our church is only forty years old, and so. Uh, we were a preschool at the beginning, and then we expanded. And um, it's been really – I've really enjoyed working with, with the school. I, I teach religion for the fifth through eighth graders. And uh, I, I that is one of the highlights of my day, every day of teaching them, even if they don't really feel like it. And right now I've been just teaching them outside because of COVID and, and – it's the first class of the day for some of them, and so it's a little bit cold out there. But they say they'd rather be out there than inside, so so we do it. But uh, and and we we have normal sports here and and different activities that the kids can go and and do. So it's been especially since COVID. It's it's been I go over there to 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 uh, smile and, and be happy and see the kids because it was really hard on many of them to be away from school because we shut down in uh, in March. Oh, and wow. we were Yeah, we, we were out through um, March through the end of the school year and then we came back to in-person in, in August. So... That was not easy on parents, nor was it easy on the kids. So it's been great to be back and seeing all of them every day since since August. Not all of them were excited to come back from from uh, Christmas break here a few days ago, but that's all right. They're they're getting back in it. So yeah, they'll get used to it. Let's take a moment for a word from our sponsor. Thank you so much for a great 2020 and for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. It's been a great year. I've learned a lot of things about podcasting, and I'm sure you have some feedback for me as well, good and bad. 
I would appreciate it if you take a few moments of your time to go to lutherancartographer.com slash 2020 survey to let me know what you liked and what you didn't. And be sure and vote for your favorite episode as well. Thank you. Again, that's lutherancartographer.com slash 2020 survey. Thank you again. Let's talk about one of my favorite things, and that is what hidden gems or not-so-hidden gems would you recommend? Restaurants, things to do in Phoenix, what would you recommend to our listeners? We, we are the fast food capital of the United States. That's what I just read here last year. So if you want a fast food place, we've got it for you, but we've got some other ones too. When I first got uh, – when I heard that Atonement was possibly going to call me – the first thing I did was not look at what Atonement Lutheran Church and School believed or thought, taught or confessed. I went to see how close the closest in and out was to the church. Now that is, you know, sacrilegious and everything else, but I found out it was less than two miles away, and so that piqued my interest right away, and then I tried to figure out all the other stuff that was actually more important. But we've got in and out here, and uh, that holds a very special place in my heart because I went to college in California, and I spent many, many uh, nights at In-N-Out with my uh, girlfriend and future wife. So uh, we've got In-N-Out here. We've got um, we've got a good pizza. We've got a lot of good pizza places. I have weird food allergies, so so I don't get to enjoy all that stuff as much as I'd like to. But um, they've got a chain called called Barrows. And and we enjoy that that chain a lot, and they have a pizza called the Kona there that I always get, and I would get it because of my allergies, but it ended up all my family enjoyed my pizza more than their pizza, so they started eating my pizza, and I don't get to eat as much of it now, so I don't know. We we've got um, we've got a few that were on uh, Triple D. Um. um and one one of them was is Chino Bandito, which is Chinese Mexican fusion. Huh. And it they they they've been on there a couple times actually, uh, and so I we went there right when we first moved here because the uh, members said you got to try it out. We loved it. But it's one of those places that you really like or you really say, that's not for me. And so I've had – we've taken some family members there and they, they said, not for me. But others said, oh, we really like it. So that's usually when we have somebody visiting into town, that's where we go and take them to Chino Bandito. We, we're having more and more Chicago places uh, move here. Um, Portillo's. Have you ever heard of Portillo's before? Yeah. Yeah, we've we we have Portillos here, and they're they're actually we have a group here that meets once a month to eat, and we would go to this particular restaurant, and they decided they're going to bulldoze it, and they're putting up a Portillos, so it was sad to see our place go, but I was happy because Portillos is much better than the place that we were going, so. Uh, so I'm excited to have Portillo's kind of near. So I just realized that though I know what Portillo's is, some of our listeners don't. So what what is Portillo's? 
It, it's a Chicago place that has uh, good hot dogs. Um, they're pretty well known for their chocolate cake. And uh, I think they've got burgers. and Don't they have Italian food there too? I always get the same thing every time there. So I'm not the one that knows all of it. All right. I, I'm not sure. I don't know off the top of my head. But we do have some good Italian places here in town as well. Uh, so it, it's, it's hard to, to, to find a place I don't like here in town. So you, you're not going to starve when you go, go to Phoenix. And so I, I, it's, uh, I, I would always recommend coming in the winter, going golfing and going to, uh, all these good places to eat. And we have, we have car shows during the winter that are pretty famous. And we also have um, a horse show. I think it's called the uh, Arabian Horse Show. And that lasts for a couple of weeks. My wife likes to go to that and look at the horses. I can't afford to get her a horse, so that's the best thing that I can do is say, go watch the horses over there. And we also have the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is – the golf tournament for the PGA that is the most highly attended in the entire year. And we'll have over a hundred thousand people per day on some days going to that. So I like to go there, but I, I go earlier in the week. So I'm not stampeded by the masses. All right. Now let's talk about one of the things that's on a lot of people's minds and that's the coronavirus. One of the interesting things that we've seen is different states have responded differently, where we've got, say, places like California and New York on one end of the scale of locking down hard, and you've got Florida and South Dakota kind of on the other end of the scale. Where would you put Arizona on that, and Phoenix in particular? Um, I would put it more on the lenient side. We We have cities that require masks when you're going into indoors and stuff like that. We, we did have a shutdown for about a month. But we, especially with the churches, they, they have let the churches do what they think is correct. They've made recommendations. And I, I believe almost all the churches have gone into that with this the uh, correct spirit in regards to it but it's definitely it's not like when i talk to my friends in other states we are way more open in terms of what we can do here in arizona so um at, at our church we never shut down our church never shut down. We, we voluntarily had services of 10 or less for the first, oh, about six weeks. Um, and then we, then we opened up and had our regular Sunday services. But we also had the option of smaller services on Saturday. And um, there was only one Sunday where, where we didn't have service. And that's because I was... Um, under quarantine so but 
that was that was about it. And we've we've um, stopped having our smaller services on Saturday, and we just have our normal Sunday services now. Uh, that and um, so it's it's been nice from the state in terms of them allowing us to do what we think is appropriate. It's not like we have a million people go to atonement, so but it's it's been. You, you don't see much difference in terms of um, what we do. We're we're not in a a bubble or anything else up there, so it's been good. Good deal. Now, as we start to close out the podcast, I want to make sure to give you the opportunity to point our listeners where you'd like your church's website, places to follow you online. Where would you like to point our listeners? Well, I guess you can go to our uh, website if you want to. Um, I think it's atonementlc.org. I could be wrong. Just search out Atonement Lutheran Church and School in, in Glendale. Um, we're on Glen. We're in Glendale, but we're also in Phoenix. It's a weird combination, um, but um, you you can look us up uh, online. Uh, and if you're if you're in the area, just uh, give us a call and uh, and let us know you're around and and ask us any questions that you want. We our church is um, our members come from all over the valley. It's um, it's kind of unique because of that because we are we are on in terms of confessional churches um, uh, on the on the um, the the side of more confessional than than most of the churches here in Phoenix, and so you're not going to find praise bands or anything else here at Atonement, and so we have some people who will travel an hour or more to come to our church, um, and um, so making calls sometimes is a little bit interesting, but uh, that's all right. So. So we, we, we even have some people who they, we've had some people who wouldn't move to Phoenix until they found atonement. And once they found atonement, they said, okay, we feel comfortable moving to, to Phoenix, which is, that's a quite humbling thing. But, um, we, we know who we are and we know what, what we're to do. And, uh, we don't deviate from that at all. So. If you go to our 8 or our 10.30 service, the only thing that you're going to find different is the time. and we they're, they're exactly the same. So come and check us out. And, and also, we do have some people who come to Phoenix for medical issues. And um, because we have just so many hospitals here and so many specialists – if, if you need someone to come and visit you when you're here in Phoenix at, at one of the hospitals and your pastor can't get here because he's in a different state, we've had people from Wyoming, we've had people from Nebraska, um, all over the place come to Phoenix because of our specialists. Uh, we are more than happy to go and, and visit with you and to pray with you and um, to help you when you're here in Phoenix. So keep that in mind just in case you need that. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Pastor Larson. What are your parting thoughts for our listeners? Well, um, 
as we're looking at a world in which we have a lot of questions and a lot of uncertainty, I, I have found that the greatest blessing for me and for my family this year and last year is to continue in the Word and, and be in the house of God. And that has brought me the most comfort and the most certainty. And, and I give thanks every day that he has given us word and sacrament ministry and that he blesses us with such great gifts, even, even though we don't deserve it, even though we sometimes act like our heads are chopped off. God is here and, and he gives us what we need. And I give thanks for that every single day. And I give thanks for the church that he gives to us that we can receive such a wonderful gift. Amen. Thank you again. God's peace. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For more about the things that we talked about today, including links to all those cool things that Pastor Larson suggested that you check out if you're in the Phoenix area, see the show notes. That's at lutherancartographer.com slash 57. I want to encourage you to take this last opportunity to fill out the feedback survey for 2020 if you haven't already. That's at lutherancartographer.com slash 2020 survey. If you're not already, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, your podcast app, or wherever you listen to this podcast. That way you don't miss an episode. And until next time, I'm Nicholas Weber. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.